You're listening to English with Monty, the podcast about the English language, talking about 10 positive expressions for the coming year. Hello there and welcome to English with Monty. We're on to episode number 53, the same number as Herbie. And I've got Gideon. Hi, Gideon. Did you ever watch Herbie? I did. I remember seeing it in the cinema, Herbie and Herbie Rides Again. I loved it at the time. I'm not sure that as an adult, I would like it as much. Perhaps not, but it did inspire my love of VW Beatles. Because a car is really a car. It's not sentient being. You can't think. Really? I've always called my cars names. Okay. When this comes out, it will probably be the end of January, beginning of February. But we are actually recording the beginning of January, aren't we, really? So I thought we'd get the positive vibes out there because it's a bit dark and a bit cold. Get people motivated for the new year. What do you think? Really good idea, John. Let's be positive. No, it's a good idea. You're right. And there is... It's about this time, isn't it? Is it called Black Monday or something? Like the first Monday after all the holidays in January. And it's meant to be the most depressing day of the year. Yeah, it's because nobody's got any money and it's really dark and cold. It's dark, cold. People are on a few kilos during the um, Christmas holidays and they're broke. It's a bit of a British thing, though, isn't it? I don't know whether that exists in France. (laughs) I'd have to ask people. Isn't it the third Monday of the year? Because it's just before everybody gets paid, I think. Could be. I might have got that wrong. So people were getting to the end of January and they've experienced some dark days and cold events and they've got even less money than at the beginning of January. Yeah. Let's go on to the positive elements. So we thought we'd get into some positive idioms. Mm -hmm. Do you want to kick off? Yes, I can kick off. Start with this one. This is proverb rather than idiom, isn't it? The early bird catches the worm. Is it a positive one? Uh, Yeah, kind of. It's a motivational statement. It is, isn't it? Rather than saying life is wonderful kind of thing. It's saying... If you want to achieve, then get there early. Either get up early, literally get up early out of bed, or get involved early in the project because that's when you'll achieve the most. It's a sort of metaphor, isn't it? The early bird catches the worm. John, why are you waking up 6 a.m. every morning in order to Think of an example. Feed my pet fish, Jethro. I don't know that that would help you in life, though. Well, because then my pet fish, Jethro, is happy throughout the whole day. What's the catches the worm part, though? Yeah, good point. I want to go to the... um... I've got an example. So my friend said, let's go to Glastonbury. I really love that festival. They're quite difficult to get, aren't they, the tickets? So I would get on the site early 
or immediately and try and buy the tickets because the early bird catches the worm. Meaning That's a good that, example. Meaning that there will be no tickets left if we leave it a day or even a matter of minutes, I think, for Glastonbury nowadays. You've got to be on there when the tickets are released. Exactly. That would be like literally, yeah, getting there first. I could say also, you should invest in my new business, John, hand over some money, get there before everyone else does because the profits will be greater. The early bird catches the worm, you know. Exactly, yeah. That's another yeah. good example. And literally, birds are happier, right, in the morning if they get a worm? I don't know. I'm not a bird. That's true. But I'm imagining that's a good starting point. The glass is half full. Yeah. I think that's a good one because also you have kind of an idea and an expression where are you a glass half full person or are you a glass half empty person? Yeah. Which exactly. one are you, Gideon? Are you a glass half full or half empty? <laughs> I think I'm quite optimistic person. So half full. I often use this expression a little bit sarcastically. For example, John says to me, I don't know if we should have a picnic. It's probably going to rain and, oh, there's this job I need to apply for, but I won't get it. So I don't think I'm going to bother. And the tickets for Glastonbury... <laughs> Too many people applying, I won't get the tickets. And I say, well, John, the glass is always half full, isn't it? So people <laughs> who are overly pessimistic, you just say that to remind them, wouldn't it be a good thing to be a little bit positive now and again? It's true. I think it's such a good expression because obviously you can apply it to both elements, can't you? Yeah. And it's also saying, well, you can see something in two ways. It's the same thing. Obviously, it's like 50% of your beer or your wine. But they don't say what's in the glass. It could be some poison. It could be somebody's piss. Well, <laughs> let's hope not. That half full would be uh, better. Probably nothing at all would be better. But if we're assuming that the drink is something tasty and that you would like. A tasty beverage. A fruity cocktail. That's your first choice, isn't it? A fruity cocktail. Something with pineapple. Small umbrella. A small umbrella, yeah. A full-size umbrella doesn't fit. It doesn't. No. <laughs> Not generally. <laughs> Probably with an, an olive in it as well, right? The umbrella going through the olive. Yeah, I'm not sure olive and pineapple juice go together, but mm. whatever. I, I would just go for a beer. I'm fairly bland in that respect. My beer would be half full. Because you could also use it as an adjective, couldn't you, really? You could say a glass half full guy. I always see the best <laughs> in a situation. What's your next one? Next one. Good things come to those who wait. And I think, I'm not sure here, I think it's quite a recent idiom. It sounds like it's very, very old, sometime in the mid-15th century or something. Isn't it from a Guinness commercial or something? They popularized it, certainly. I don't know if they invented it, but they popularized it in the 90s. It's not really an idiom as such. It's an expression, mm -hmm. isn't it? I've been offered a job or I could go back to college and study to be, I don't know, a psychiatric nurse, whatever. But that's more time studying. And I really want to start working now. This is your dream job. You should stick it out, do the training. You'll be rewarded in time. Yeah, that's a good example. Could you link it to patience as a virtue? Yeah, a little bit, yes. 
it's not completely the same is it patience is a virtue is like saying it's a good thing to wait isn't it i think that's probably a good expression especially when you're younger because i don't know about you but i think most people when they're younger are quite impatient about things yeah it's trying to sort of to hold the reins on impatience isn't it it is yes it's to encourage people just to take a moment to realize that the good things in life they don't always happen immediately definitely and it's often kind of big life decision related isn't it better job a nice house here's another example i'm 18 years old and my girlfriend wants to get married that she's not really my ideal woman but i'm getting on a bit i'm 18 maybe i should (laughs) marry her because i might not find another person like maria well you're only 18 you should maybe you'll find somebody more suitable good things come to those who wait it's a great example yeah maria if you're listening (laughs) yeah there's only one of her i'm sure it will make her think though after you've said that my next one is i really like this one and one of my friends has a poster of this in his kitchen okay when life gives you lemons make lemonade why do you like that one i think it's just really good isn't it because it has that idea of bitterness so the lemon aspect is something that's negative isn't it it's the bitterness but i like the idea of changing the lemon into something that's delicious and nice which is lemonade yeah turning a positive into a negative isn't it i like the entrepreneurial aspect perhaps i think about the idea of selling the lemonade as well perhaps that's why basically grabbing something good from something bad isn't it it's like you get a lemon and you grab some salt and tequila at the same time (laughs) yes i was going to give you uh, my alternative version when life gives you lemons throw them in the bin go down the pub and order a pint of lager well that's more or less the same right yeah i'm kidding just teasing you john it's a nice expression it's a nice expression yes do what life has provided for you use what you've been given Make the most of what you have. And often this can happen after a life-changing experience, like losing your job maybe. And at the time, you're probably really upset about losing your job and thinking about the financial consequences. But maybe you've always thought about setting up your own English teaching business and then it pushes you. No, to... don't do that, John. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> maybe for starting a podcast. No. No, don't do it. <laughs> Bad idea. I'm kidding. I'm just teasing you. (laughs) That's a nice expression. It is a nice expression, isn't it? It's like, for example, somebody didn't accept you for that IT job and you were just like, oh, let's just go to Spain. And (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking, though, that this expression, I don't know for certain, but it sounds international. I mean, does exist in other languages too? I think lemons exist everywhere, right? It doesn't sound so English we don't grow lemons well that's very true yes maybe with climate change it's about to change maybe your listeners can comment yes comment on that because it could be a universal one you're very right it's perhaps from the states is it i don't know anyway it's a good expression here's one you reap what you sow that's an idiom i think that's probably understood by most of your listeners, because I'm sure have it in your language, I think it comes from the Bible originally. It's a biblical expression, certainly very old. It sounds like a biblical expression, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
people might not know the words reap and sow. To reap means to harvest, which means that the things that you grow sometime of the year, you grow lemons. There's a moment when you can reap the lemons. You can harvest lemons. You can pick them off the tree, the ripe lemons. That's to reap. And to sow is to throw the seeds into the ground, put the seeds in the ground. That's sowing. And the seeds grow into the lemon trees or whatever it is you're growing, tomatoes. It's very much about putting the effort in, isn't it? The sowing element, you're putting some effort into creating something, aren't you? Obviously, with whatever you're growing, when it grows, you receive that back, don't you? So yeah, any effort you put in at the beginning, later on, you receive your reward. I'm working 16-hour days on my new project, on my new making lemonade project, but it'll be worth it in the end. I'm tired, but worth it in the end. You know, you reap what you sow. I'm just trying to think what you would call it. Gideon's lemonade. lemonade. It's not a very good yeah. name, is it? It's not really an idiom. It's a proverb, isn't it? You read what you sow. It's more of a proverb. I guess so, yeah. I think a lot of people would probably associate reap, maybe it's not very positive, but the grim reaper <laughs> is a character, isn't he, that you would often see. Who's... I hope not. <laughs> you only see him <laughs> once, John. <laughs> well, hopefully. You only ever see him once. Hopefully not for a long, long time. He's a character that has been mythologized throughout history, isn't he? In the sense that it's the mythical character that arrives when somebody dies, isn't he? Is it before somebody dies? Oh, yeah, that's right. To announce the death of somebody. I mean, it is a bit grim thinking about that, but he does have a reaper, doesn't he? So maybe the tool that he's holding gives you an idea of what reaping can be in terms of maybe wheat or cereal or something like that, they would have used that in the past, wouldn't they, as a device? Okay, so you can't use it for lemons then? You're saying my example's not? Can't really, can you? But I guess the reaper is really that tool, isn't it? There's no other... I thought there was a scythe. A scythe, isn't it? Is it a scythe? I think (laughs) it might be. Anyway, yeah, maybe we've both got it wrong. Gives you an image, but don't keep that image in your mind because then you might get depressed and that's not the purpose of this episode. So I'm going to... Do the next expression, always look on the bright side of life. Exactly. And that's one of the main reasons why I thought I'd choose this one, because it's a famous song, isn't it, by Eric Idle, Mm -hmm. connected Mm -hmm. to Monty Python. Mm -hmm. I suppose it's quite a controversial film, isn't it? It was at the time, Life of Brian. Yeah, exactly. It was hugely controversial. Now it isn't. No, it's when Brian who is, I suppose, Jesus really, isn't he, is on the cross and he starts singing, always look on the bright side of life. Life's a piece of shit when you look at it, but always look on the bright side of life. Again, it's thinking about that contrast, isn't it? It's like, if things are bad, don't worry. There are always happy things to think about. I guess the idea of it as well is that if you look on the bright side of life, You're always going to find something to be grateful for, aren't you? Exactly. You know, I mean, maybe you're walking in the street and it's horrible and wet and rainy in Paris. And then a car drives past and soaks you wet with all the water. And you're like, oh, God, I'm wet and cold and horrible. But I'm friends with John. Exactly. And I'm in Paris. And there's so much to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, And I can go back and have a nice hot shower. 
and a chocolate donut. Yeah. Okay, next one. Laughter is the best medicine. I think that's true, isn't it? Unless you've got COVID. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> if you started laughing when you got COVID. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. It's true. Literally true. I think laughter helps your well-being and it's an expression. It's true. Help you recover. Help you recover from mental illness, apparently. Not easy thing to do. I'm not talking about it lightly. But if you can find some humor in life, then something make you laugh, then that helps. It does. It's kind of a sense of relief, isn't it? I think your body relaxes when you're laughing, doesn't it? Yeah. And releases that pressure or tension, doesn't it? Yeah. They have laughter therapy, don't they? Or laughter yoga, do they? Yeah. Where you go along and you just laugh. And I've never done it, but people tell me at the beginning, you start doing it, you feel a bit ridiculous and strange. And then actually after about five or 10 minutes, it seems really natural because it's very addictive. Is that the right? Or contagious. That's the right word, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Contagious. It's very contagious, isn't it? It's a bit like yawning, isn't it? Once somebody starts laughing, then you start laughing as well. Exactly. It is contagious. And chatting with you makes me laugh. I feel better already. My troubles are behind me. True. Because you ran out of coffee this morning. Is that why? Something like that. Yeah. This next one, I think, is good for English learners and guitar players, maybe. Practice makes perfect. Practice makes perfect. What can you say? It takes a long time. And even if you're you're an English learner, you need to keep on keeping on. During the day, during the night, you study, you practice, you talk, you listen, and eventually you will reach your goals if you're learning English, if you're learning an instrument. Yeah, don't give up because you don't see the results in a few weeks. Definitely. Practice does always make perfect, I think, doesn't it? Perseverance, really, isn't it? It's that element of perseverance. Don't give up. Keep on going. And I suppose if you don't get what you want, it gives you this idea doesn't it i mean like for example if you're doing an exam and you fail the exam and obviously at the time you're upset but keep going when you take the exam again as long as you've reflected on it looked at the things that you need to work on then you can do better next time yeah, exactly okay i think this is your last one the sky's the limit this is a nice one isn't it i would say this is a north american expression isn't it perhaps why i'm guessing just because the idea of dreaming big, working hard. I mean, it doesn't have to be from there. But I kind of get the idea that maybe there would be more about no boundaries as mm-hmm. long as you're prepared to do. I don't know the origins, but it's just a very positive expression, is it? The sky's the limit or no limit have the same meaning, wouldn't it? How far can we go with this? Well, frankly, the sky's the limit. It's almost like reaching for the stars as well, isn't it? You're going far it's like looking ahead isn't it we can achieve whatever we want exactly anything you set your mind to isn't it yeah you know if you try and reach the stars if you hit the top of the lamppost it's good anyway right yeah having no barriers isn't it yeah and believing in yourself i guess that's the idea isn't it yeah i'm gonna finish off on end on a positive note you're amazing you're the best english teacher i've ever worked with (laughs) you should always start on a positive note as well oh yeah whenever you have any interaction 
you ask somebody, say, oh, how are you? And they reply, well, actually, I don't know. I'm a bit sad at the moment because I spilt my lemonade and my Wi-Fi is not working. But no, you don't want to deal with these people. No, so it's good to start with a positive note. Someone says, yes, great, great to see you. Later on, you can explain all the difficulties you're having in life, but start on a positive note and finish on a positive note. That's the way the most conversations, <laughs> successful conversations take place. I think that's good advice, isn't it? Maybe you spilt the lemonade on the router. Maybe that's why your Wi-Fi is not working at the same time. Maybe. <laughs> can it you can spill be... your lemonade on Wi-Fi? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, why not? I thought and... it was in the air. Well, yeah, but you can spill it on the router, can't you? On the thing that creates yeah. the yeah. element. So that could yeah. be the grumbly bit in the middle. When when I first see you, I'll be like, ah, oh, Gideon, yeah. this is great. I've discovered that I don't have to spend all my time on the internet because I spilt my lemonade on the Wi-Fi router. Yeah, exactly. And then I can spend the next 30 minutes complaining about that. And then at the end, I can go, that means mm-hmm. I can get a new Wi-Fi router that gives me even faster internet. Exactly. Ending on an even more positive note, tell us about any of your latest videos because your videos always are positive, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. Many videos. We're doing a few on different accents of Britain on Let Them Talk TV. We did one on the Bristol accent, Birmingham accent. Did one with you on Birmingham accent and Northern accents. So I've got a few videos on that at the moment. Some grammar videos, some vocabulary videos, some videos on the history of English, a lot more. Mm, it's great though, isn't it? Yeah. Do check them out. Let Them Talk TV on YouTube. Whenever I watch your videos, I feel uplifted and positive. (laughs) Yeah, so you should. And more coming soon. Good things come to those who wait. Soon, yeah. Because you're always producing them because it takes a little while, doesn't it? Put a lot of effort into them. I do. Ending on a positive note, the listeners have the best taste of podcasts. Mm -hmm. That's my positive note. So embrace 2024, listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and thank you to you, Gideon. You're welcome. You've been listening to English with Monty. Thanks for listening to English with Monty. For bonus episodes, sessions with the teacher and discounts through our website, please sign up at patreon.com forward slash English with Monty. Or you can join us for our English conversation group in London at meetup.com forward slash Monty English Conversation.